0: It had only been four years since Brandy released an album, with the last one being 1998's Never Say Never. Since then, a whole new crop of teen pop and newer R&B acts had emerged, and Brandy took a few years off from the spotlight, with many wondering would she be able to achieve the same success upon her return. Naysayers be damned, Brandy came out in full swing on 2002's Full Moon and has since become one of her signature albums, if not her signature album. This year, we celebrate 20 years of this iconic record, so join me and a few of my special friends as we dive into this iconic record going through all the songs and more from this era. So sit back and check outside your window, because if you're listening to this, well, it just might be a full moon because it feels like one of those nights. Hey everybody, my name is Michael Kadosh and I'm here to welcome you all to Planet 2000s, a place where we celebrate pop music's most iconic moments from the most iconic decade in pop music history. Let's dive in. Hey you guys, welcome to a brand new episode of the Planet 2000s podcast. I'm your host, Michael Kadosh, and I'm really excited because today we are going to be talking about Brandy's full moon album. I haven't gotten the chance to speak about Brandy yet on this podcast, but now is as good of a time as ever as we are celebrating 20 years of the full moon record, which was released on March 5th. And we are pretty much at that date right now in 2022, so... We're going to be celebrating today. I am going to, as usual, be talking uh, by myself a little bit just about the album and the singles and the era, and then I'm going to be joined by some special guests, and we are going to be doing a track-by-track album moment. I'm going to be joined by my friends Casey, Keisha, and Unique, and we are all Brandy stars, Brandy fans, and, you know, we've known each other for many years. We've had some moments together in New York, in Philly, in other places, Toronto. We decided to have a little reunion for this episode, and we talk about the album. And it's really fun, so I hope you guys stick around and catch our conversation. But first, it's time that we, you know, you and I chat a little bit about this album. Because if you guys don't know the Full Moon record, well, you're in for a treat. It was the third studio album by Brandy, and it was released on March 5th, 2002 by Atlantic Records. February 20th in Japan, February 26th in Europe, so on and so forth. The album was primarily recorded during a hiatus that Brandy took after the completion of Moesha in the spring of 2001, she was ready for an image change, and she wanted to record an album that was more adult. After all, Brandy was 22 years old, 23 by the time the album was released. And prior to recording of this album, Brandy had suffered somewhat of an emotional and nervous breakdown, and she spoke to Oprah about it in 2002.
1: I was overwhelmed mm-hmm. with um, all of the work and the fame. It all happened at once. Mm-hmm. And I loved it in the beginning. You know, it's great signing autographs and... Living out your dreams and singing and doing everything that Cause needed. Because you've been working and famous since you were how old? Fifteen. Fifteen. And I just lost myself in the shuffle. hmm and I was trying you to grow. Your, and Do you think you lost yourself, or you never? Because I think, like fourteen,
2: you know, fifteen. That's why everybody talks about this, those teen years are so tough. Because you really are trying to figure out who you are. That's what that's what the teen years are about. Yes, you're they pulling are. away from your parents.
1: You're trying to create your own identity. So, did you lose yourself, or was it that you never had a self? That's right. I never had a self, and I was trying to grow into a self. Uh huh. But. Being a celebrity, I started to become the celebrity. Yeah. Instead of what I would have. And if right. I wasn't.
0: She had a lot of time to think over the few years that she took off of music in 2000 and the first half of 2001. She even told Jet Magazine in, in early 2002 that I've taken years off for myself and got a chance to find things I like to do. Things I don't like and things I want to change about myself.
1: My last album was three years ago. The new album, it just represents a edgier feel. You know, it's more sexy, more mature. I've grown a lot more vocally. It's just more about me and who I've been for the past three years.
0: Randy connected to her Never Say Never collaborator Rodney Darkchild Jerkins for the production on this record further reinforcing the narrative that these two made musical magic together along with LaShawn Daniels Fred Jerkins the whole family they got back together for this record and they did quite a job darling
1: Fred Jerkins has always been on the team and also LaShawn Daniels it's like family working with them it's always great to work with people that, that understand you musically and allow you to have some type of creative control
0: Additional production on the album was helmed by Mike City, Warren Campbell, and Keith Crouch, who notably collaborated with the Vocal Bible on her first album, Brandy, in 1994. Musically, the album is an R&B and pop album with elements of UK Garage, Electro Dance, Glitch, and Funktronica. Now, if you guys listened to my Craig David episode earlier this season, you'll know that I spoke about how in the early 2000s in the UK, garage music was really emerging and it was really the sound of the future. And a lot of American artists that went overseas to do promo in the UK or whatnot were so inspired by that sound that they heard that they wanted to bring it to American music. Well, Dark Child was no different. He was working in the late 90s early 2000s with the Spice Girls on their album Forever which I'm definitely going to have an episode on don't you worry he was so inspired by the sound that he heard in the UK clubs that UK garage two-step meets R&B meets disco sound and how futuristic it was a lot of those sounds are reflected in the album and also in the aesthetics of the record I'm talking that futuristic shit okay <laughs> lots of silver colors pin straight hair it's the future baby at that time UK garage music was the future like I said in the Craig David episode born to do it make sure you listen to it if you didn't get a chance to. It kind of relates to the Full Moon album. Dark Child brought that UK garage sound. It's futuristic as hell. Even today I listen to it and I'm like dang am I in the future? (laughs) This was 2002. Brandy also went on to say that Full Moon was a concept album. She told MTV News that she decided to name the album Full Moon in reference to her recent experiences during her three year hiatus. I've done a complete circle and I feel whole. All of that's reflected in the music and that's why I entitled my album Full Moon. It's a concept album. It's autobiographical. Everything that I've gone through in the the last three years is reflected it was
1: definitely a cleansing a cleansing for me just being in the studio and just singing about things that i've actually gone through it it sort of helped me get through it but at the same time i think you need the rough times to appreciate the good times and those those times make you stronger really makes you stronger
0: Now there were three singles released from this album What About Us, Full Moon, and He Is So why don't we get started by talking about the singles a little bit What About Us What About Us was the first single that was released from this album and hit the airwaves on January 2nd, 2002, January 18th at radio. It was co-written by LaShawn Daniels, Rodney Jerkins, Brandy, Nora Payne, and Kenesha Pratt. The song is an electro R&B song and is a perfect example of that UK garage influence that Dark Child brought to the table. Brandy wanted a song that was different, more aggressive, and sexier, yet still promoting a positive message of strength and independence for women. The
1: title of my first single is What About Us. What inspired this song was just relationships, just in general, how people come into your life and say you mean the world to them, but you really don't. Of course, I've been in a relationship where, you know, I've been lied to and, you know, did wrong and things like that, but, you know, so things like that inspire you to sing about So you can get it out, you know, you can't keep it in, gotta get it out And I'm just speaking for all people in general who have that kind of problem in their relationship
0: The song came to be towards the end of the period when Dark Child was creating beats for the album And after Rodney played the song for Brandy, in quotations, she told MTV News I was like, oh my god, Rodney, this is it This is exactly what the industry needs, we can maybe change the game with this And then he's like, yeah, this is what I'm going for Brandy then spoke with co-writers Nora Payne, Kenesha Pratt, and LaShawn Daniels And instructed them on what she wanted to talk about about, and alas, What About Us And all of its glory came to be. What About Us is a song about a girl who's asking questions about her relationship or lack thereof. What about all the nights that you gave? What about all the things you said? You promised you'd love me, motherfucker. What about us? <laughs> She's asking questions, and Unique and I go into this when we do our track by track. The music video for the song was nothing short of positively iconic. It was directed by famed videographer Dave Myers, who, previous to shooting this video, had worked with Janet Jackson for All For You. Britney Spears for Lucky, and Usher for You Remind Me, and so much more. So, Brandy was getting the best of the best for this video. The label was investing a ton of money into the project, and after all, Brandy's previous album had sold 16 million copies worldwide, so why wouldn't Atlantic Records have been 100% behind the project? They were, and it paid off in the results of the art.
1: This is my first time working with Dave Myers. I've been a fan of his so long. I really appreciate all his work. (laughs) of the video I just think is capturing my moments as a performer.
0: There's been a lot of R&B videos that have this theme of women who have been pained by bad relationships. A good portion of them actually try to make steps towards narrative and where you actually see the storyline played itself out. So that, you know, when I first heard this track and
2: heard that theme, I wanted to make sure that people understood that Brandy was not doing what other people have done.
1: It doesn't really have a storyline. It's just different setups on, you know, beauty, fashion, edginess, hip. I think that's what it's all about.
0: Trying to capture all the different aspects of her diverse personality, and um, putting her in cool worlds and making it very, very edgy, so that we can uh, show the world what she's been doing since the last four years.
1: All the fans, I'm back, and um. You're
0: gonna love it. The video was shot in early 2001 in a California soundstage using green screen in order to include a futuristic setting and boy did it ever. The video was all about showing a newer, edgier and sexier side of Brandy who up until this point had worked the girl next door image as far as she could. There are cameos by her brother Ray J and all the settings in the video are set in a science fiction world. The music video premiered on MTV's Making the Video on January 10th, 2002 and was a staple on TRL. It also reached number seven on the Much Music Video countdown down in Canada, which is where I learned the song. They played this video on MuchMusic all the time. And I was about six years old when this song came out. And I recall being in the first grade and getting a good report card and telling my mother as my report card gift that I wanted the Brandy CD. And she came home that day with the Full Moon album. And I played that CD to the ground. This is a very important album for me because I had it at such a young age. And so I knew every single song and I eventually got to get her to sign it when I met her first in 2015. I met her a few times and I met her in New York. When she was performing Chicago, Roxy Hart, she signed it for me and she was so gracious and so sweet and so beautiful. The video was so successful on MTV that it ended up getting nominated for the Viewer's Choice Award at the 2002 MTV VMAs, where Brandy rocked a sequin dress showing off her cleavage notably. She lost the award to Michelle Branch's song, Everywhere. And you guys can listen to my Michelle Branch episode as well. (laughs) The Silk Hurley remix of the song was even nominated for a Grammy for Best Remix Recording. The song performed very well on the charts. It reached number four in the UK, number six in Australia, number seven in the USA and Denmark, number eight in New Zealand, Scotland, and Switzerland, and was certified gold in australia it also successfully helped brandy make the transition into more adult music with a sexier image it seemed to be working until brandy learned that she was pregnant and had to go into pr mode as we know around that time the media was so unnecessarily harsh especially on women so brandy and her team felt to protect her image that she should say that she was married by the time the album would be released in march she'd be six months pregnant and showing so that's the plan that her team came to and they followed up on it
1: I knew I was gonna have to let out the news that I was married and that I was pregnant. I was a little nervous about that because in the back of my mind, it's like, oh my God, I'm
0: about to have a baby.
1: Wait till the world finds out about this. Everybody was speculating about it and I didn't feel comfortable just saying, I don't know, well maybe, and things like that. I I really wanted to be upfront about it because marriage is a beautiful thing. Um, I knew. Pretty soon I was going to have to say I was married because you know you don't want to hide anything like that forever because your family wants to know, your friends want to know. And then those people tell, so it was going to get out pretty soon so I just wanted to tell the world that I was married and present it in a very respectful way
0: they meant business and it truly led the world to believe that she was married after all her belly was going to show so that was their way of controlling the narrative at the time this ushers us into the second single from the album which came out around the time of the album full moon Full Moon is the title track from this album and was released as an official single from the album on the 1st of April, 2002. It's one of the Mike City produced tracks, so it doesn't follow the futuristic UK garage sound that What About Us has, but it does have a party upbeat sound to it that merges both R&B and pop music so beautifully. It makes use of a simple piano riff through the song that has since become instantly recognizable. The lyrics are about love at first sight, seeing that boy for the first time in the club and knowing that you want him from that moment, referencing that it Must be a full moon if something as usual as this is happening. One of those nights, if you will. She explains to MTV in a 2002 interview that it is pop and R&B at the same time and has a lot of elements to it. Lyrically, the song deals with the circumstances of an unexpected love at first sight. Anything Can Happen on a Full Moon on that particular song. I'm actually falling in love with somebody I'm just meeting. The video was directed by Chris Robinson and filmed on March 1st and March 2nd, 2002. And Brandy was almost six months pregnant with her daughter Sarai when she filmed this video. So that was the main reason why she wasn't really dancing in the video. Brandy is stargazing through a telescope on a full moon night. How fitting, am I right? It's then that she spots a handsome young fellow in a window at a party across the street, which then makes her get dressed up and get into her car and drive to him. And of course they get together! After all, what else did you expect would happen on a full moon? The song itself got some pretty positive reviews when it was first released, with Chuck Taylor of Billboard noting that the song portrayed how a few years off have allowed Brandy to evolve and grow, and called it another hit destined for the R&B and pop saturation. The songs are pretty good on the charts, actually. They reached number 2 in the Netherlands, number 15 in the UK, number 16 on the US R&B Hip Hop Songs chart, and number 18 on the overall Billboard Hot 100, making it the second top 20 single off of this album. So, you know, it was expected that the next single would be just as successful. And. Unfortunately, it wasn't, but it is still a great song. The third single on the album was He Is. It was also the final single released from the album. It was written by Brandy, Warren Campbell, and Harold Lilly. The song was conceived during spiritual conversations with Brandy. At the time, Brandy wasn't quite ready to get into gospel music, but she always had a very strong relationship with God, and her co-writers wanted to help her explore that. When she recorded her vocals for it, the song was actually written in a way to speak about a relationship but it is in fact about God in the third person Warren Campbell was a member of Brandy's band when she was 15 years old and started promoting her first album he went on to start a career in music production and reconnected with Brandy in 2001 when she was recording the Full Moon album in an interview with Yahoo Music in August 2002 Warren Campbell revealed I've never told Brandy and she still doesn't know she thinks it's about birth and I wanted her to sing it like it's about birth that gave it that push she has probably figured it out by now that it is about god the song was released as a single and sent to radio stations on september 17 2002 a cd single with extra remixes was released and we even see footage of brandy recording these vocals during her mtv reality series brandy special delivery and more on that show in a moment (laughs) y'all underwhelmed with the outcome of the new mix brandy initially questioned whether to release he is as a third single since she felt it was not modifiable into a crossover Hit. Atlantic Records went ahead and released the original version of the song as a single, but it unfortunately failed to make much impact on the charts like the two previous singles and only reached number 78 on the US R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. I'm very excited to tell you guys about this new company that I've been working with. In our COVID times, you know that small businesses are booming right now. And this small business is one that I can ride or die for. Jaden Collections Boutique. Jaden Collections Boutique has everything from fun accessories like jewelry, bracelets, and masks to keep yourselves protected from COVID, to personalized crewnecks and t-shirts and other different clothing items. Small business mama that is making it happen for herself. If you guys go on her Instagram, at Jaden Collections Boutique, you can take a look at all the fun things that she has. To offer, and also the link to her website. If you guys decide to purchase a little something, make sure to enter the code Planet Two Thousands in the checkout in order to get twenty percent off of your order. That is Planet Two Thousands to get twenty percent off of your order at Jaden Collections Boutique on Instagram. We love to help out a small business, and we love to see them thrive. I just wanted to take a moment to let you guys know where you can find me on social media. I am on Instagram at Planet 2000s, or you can hit me up on my personal page at Michael Kadosh, C-A-D-O-C-H. If you guys want to talk about some good old pop music or just reminisce about some good times, then make sure to hit me up there. I'm also on Twitter or Facebook at Michael Kadosh. Back to the pod. Originally set to be released at the end of November 2001, the album was delayed to early March 2002, and then she began a slew of European performances before ending up in New York with a series of promotional appearances, CD signings, MTV TRL, BET's 106 & Park, Leno, Regis and Kelly, and of course, that famous Oprah interview where she announced that she was pregnant and gotten married in a private ceremony. The truth eventually came out in 2004, but we'll talk about that when we get into the Aphrodisiac album another day, darling, okay? We're talking Buffalo Moon now and it's 2002 and right now brandy is to the public married pregnant and happy brandy also performed full moon on stage barefoot at the 50th anniversary celebration of american bandstand however probably the most notable promotional tactic that was used in this era was her mtv reality show brandy's special delivery
1: i have so many memories about my life one of my first was when my father let me sing in church even then i knew how powerful music could be Life changed when we moved to California. I began to audition for anything that would let me use my voice. After years of hard work, eventually it all paid off. Every day, I realize how fortunate I am. And now comes my biggest challenge yet. I'm going to be a mom. Yeah. Candy. Oh, baby, baby, baby.
0: The show was a four-episode reality series that followed Brandy while she was pregnant and recording the single version of her third single, He Is, and it gave us some gems, trust me. It was originally only going to be a regular episode of MTV Diary, but MTV decided that the content was interesting enough to be a short series and actually replaced the Osbournes at the end of their season during that time slot for the four-week period that the new episodes were airing. Brandy's beautiful daughter with producer and boyfriend, then publicized as husband, Robert Big Burt Smith, Sarai, was born during the last episode of the series. To be honest, I'm sure that that is probably a beautiful thing for Sarai to be able to look back on and be like, wow, like, this was my mom when she was pregnant with me, doing her thing, being a pop star. Her life event of being brought into this world is documented professionally. Like, that's pretty awesome. I I would love to look back at that, if that were me, at least. Now, rumors of a tour at the time were swirling around, and she was even going on talk shows around the time of the album's release, saying to expect a tour in September of 2002 but the plots never came to fruition.
3: You had a big world tour coming up,
1: right? Yes, maybe in September or October. I would love to tour. And the
0: baby is due in what, three months? July. 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 So it looks like you and the baby will be together on this yes. tour.
1: Yeah. I can't wait. It's different now because the reason why I didn't want to tour before was because I had the television show. Now that I don't have all of the acting going on, I could definitely tour with this album, and
0: I want to. I wonder if it has something to do with the fact that maybe after she had her baby, she just didn't want to tour, or maybe there were label issues. I mean, there was not a fourth single from this album, and even the third single wasn't really promoted properly, so, you know, we'll never really know what happened there, but there's been a lot of questionable things that have happened in Brandy's career in the 2000s, and it's like, is she really getting the label support that she deserves? I always wished that this album got more because it's just such an amazing body of work, and I would have loved to see her perform some of these songs live, but she still hasn't done to this day i'm sure she probably would have done them on a full moon tour so you know we'll never know but i'm just grateful for the record right reviews for the album were mixed not uncommon for that time though as we've seen many times on this podcast how publications were absolutely ruthless back in the 90s and early 2000s but we try to focus on the positive here at planet 2000s okay so a positive review entertainment weekly journalist craig seymour gave full moon an a-minus rating saying that where rodney jerkins is hurt jerky jerky stylings come off cold on Jacko's latest. I don't like that they call Michael Jackson Jacko, and to be honest, I follow Craig Seymour on Twitter now, and he probably wouldn't, so I feel like that probably wasn't even him that said that. They embolden 23-year-old Brandy as she learns the difference between teen heartbreak and grown-up betrayal, suggesting maturity and the high price that often comes with it. People Magazine found that the rest of Full Moon can't sustain the bizarre brilliance of What About Us, while much of the CD branches a similar edge with electronic wizardry wizardry (laughs) made for headphone listening it showcases the producing team more than its singer brandy has one of the more distinctive voices around so it's a shame that she so often gets lost in a beat heavy mix Okay, People Magazine were a bunch of haters, okay? But I just feel like I should let you guys know that that was the conversation at the time because a lot of the time these albums didn't get the flowers that they deserved when they were coming out. And that's why I feel like podcast episodes like these are so important to give to our artists to be like, yo, you did such an amazing job and you put out such amazing work. Let me give you your fucking flowers, girl, because you're the queen. Brandy, you are the vocal bible and this album is the shit. Like, I don't even have a better way to say it. I'm on the Entertainment Weekly side of things here, okay? The Full Moon album was nominated at the 2003 grammy awards for best contemporary urban album but lost to ashanti's debut album ashanti now i don't see quite how that happened (laughs) recording academy i just want to talk no shade to ashanti we love ashanti i love that album i've done a whole episode on that album but like that album does not compare to full moon I'm sorry, it just does not. In the USA, the album debuted at number two, with sales of 156,000 copies in its first week, and went on to be certified platinum by the RIAA. It also peaked at number eight in Canada, earning a gold certification there, and it became her first top ten album in the UK, peaking at number nine. The album was even certified gold in Japan. Now, this album is widely considered to be Brandy's best, earning her the coveted title of the vocal bible. Many artists like Chris Brown, Timar Braxton, Melanie Fiona, India Ari, and more, have seconded that notion. With Melanie Fiona calling Brandy the Harmony Queen, and India Ari specifically calling out the song He Is as the blueprint for R&B music and vocals. Luke James has said that the album is the diagram of how to make vocals, so, you know, there's no denying that Brandy's vocals are out of this world in this album, but... Now, you guys, it's time for us, the fans, to discuss every single track on this album and delve into the genius that is Brandy Rihanna Norwood. I'm going to be joined by some special guests, and we're just a bunch of fans, and we're just going to be talking about the album. And if you guys listening know the album like we do, then I'm sure that you'll be able to relate to a lot of it. Let's take it away, shall we? <laughs> what's up you guys thank you guys for listening to the planet 2000s podcast we are back and i am here joined with some very special guests and we're going to be doing a track by track today so ladies i'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves
4: all right so my name is unique originally from the most beautifulest land in the world memphis tennessee i am a travel Travel agent, travel blogger, and content creator, you can find me on YouTube and Instagram at Uniques World. Okay, my name is
5: Keisha. <laughs> I am from Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm a law student in a Brady stand. So know oh, <laughs> that. You can find me on Instagram at the number four ever Keisha underscore.
0: Hey, and that's how you know that's like the real stand shit right there, the forever. <laughs> that is I'm writing that forever. That's- and I love
4: oh,
3: it. <laughs>
0: And last but not least, my gorgeous. Oh, yes, my go, beauty, go on, gorgeous. My beauty, <laughs> my queen, my literal favorite person in the entire world.
2: Oh my goodness, Mikey, you know I love you. Um, my name is Casey, everyone. I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I too am a Brandy Stan, which is how we all know each other and how we're connected uh you can find me on instagram at forever curly c-u-r-l-i-e girly g-u-r-l-i-e so much to say about me but i don't want to take up too much of your time i'm just super excited to be here because you know i love your podcast and you know i love brandy and this happens to be my favorite album i'm excited to be here
0: mine too and so this is a cool moment because i've done a bunch of episodes of this podcast but I have yet to do a Brandy album. And so I don't think the listeners realize my connection to Brandy. And the reason I haven't done one yet is literally I was waiting because I knew the 20th anniversary was coming. And so I'm like, nah, I'm going to wait and we're going to do this right. I've been a giant fan of Brandy since I was a little kid. And I know all of these ladies because there was one day in a hotel room in literally Pennsylvania (laughs) because my aunt lives in Philly. I was 17 and she had just done the BET Awards for Whitney Houston. And I literally went on Twitter. Hey, are there any Brandy fans here? I want to talk to about her with some people. And then over the span of two, three years, I was connected to all of you guys. And then we've hung out, we've met before, and we've had some some really cool moments, like New York and Philly and all that good stuff. So I'm so excited that you guys are here. I want to (laughs) know how you guys, before we get started, how you guys each got into Brandy.
2: So I'm a little bit older than you all, just a little bit. (laughs) Um, I heard Brandy first on Power 99, um, the local Philly radio station. And I immediately was like, I know, right? radio station, but um, I immediately was like, oh my God, who is this girl? Absolutely loved her. My sister won tickets for me to go see her. Now, this was a little bit later. This was Never Say Never, but um, she was my first concert experience and I just always gravitated towards her. I really liked that she was the good girl, but she still was cool, you know? Like, she wasn't about to give it up. She wasn't about to be dancing on stage with no clothes. And you know, for a seven or eight-year-old, She was a good role model, but I just always loved her. Every little thing she did, I wanted to do. She used to wear these tiny little uh, book bags. (laughs) And I used to think that was the coolest thing to have like a cute little tiny book bag and look like Brandy. So I've just always loved her. Like from the minute she stepped on the scene, she
0: was my favorite. That's amazing. I love that you got to experience her from the beginning because I didn't get that experience. It Uh, is pretty cool. I feel like me and Unique and Keisha probably have a similar start because we're, I think the three of us are around the same age. Not that you're that much older, darling. Just a little bit, you know. But we're mid '90s, baby. So, Unique, how did you get into brandy?
4: It was actually Cinderella for me at first. You know, I didn't really know there was a distinction between Cinderella and brandy. I thought <laughs> she woke up every day as her life, <laughs> Cinderella. <laughs> and and then around nine I got the aphrodisiac cd and it was like oh so there's a difference here (laughs) like this lady sings (laughs) that's really what it was for me really short and sweet like First, you know, just just my grandma showing me Cinderella, you know, wanting me to see princesses that look like me. I was around nine when Aphrodisiac came out.
5: So basically it started with Cinderella for me to like being a kid, being at home, you know, getting your hair done on the floor <laughs> on, on the Sunday. <laughs> and Cinderella's on the TV. And I'm like, yo, like, who is this? Yeah. Like, I love her. Who is this? <laughs> for one of like my birthdays, I got like the Brandy doll when I was a kid too. And I was like, yo, like, this lady, like, she's fine. And I yeah. knew Moeisha. Like, I really got into, like, Brandy the actress first.
4: Oh. But, like, you okay. know,
5: Moeisha, we met Brandy. Yeah. And Have You Ever was on. And yeah. I was like, yo, yeah. like, this lady. The <laughs>
4: talent. <laughs> the talent, is unreal. The talent. I know. And,
5: been, you know, we've been rocking ever since.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I uh, It's funny. Literally, my story is the same. Cinderella. That was how I first saw her. I guess it was just on TV. It was the, I think, 60 million viewers. So I must have just been watching it. And I just fell in love mm-hmm. with her. And then the boy is mine. And I just thought she was just so beautiful. I always had a thing for beautiful girls. And I was like, she's stunning. And then I was, and then the Full Moon album in particular, I was six years old when it came out. And I will never forget. I think I had like an A plus report card. I was in the second grade or was I in the first grade? I think I was in the first grade. And I had a really good report card. Mom's like, what do you want from HMV? HMV was like our FYE, I guess so that's their CD Story, mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. and i was like i want brandy that's what i want <laughs> yeah. and so that cd that you guys see signed behind me is the booklet from that cd from that got when i was six that i got mm-hmm. signed to new york it's a full moment so this album's Aww. so important to me and so we're gonna do a track by track now we'll start with the intro because the intro is still a track it's definitely a track be rocka intro
2: this is real serious what
0: are you doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, This is giving me Y2K the computer is in technology mm-hmm. era. You know, Darkchild said that when he was working on the production of this album, he was so inspired by UK garage and mm. that kind of sound and you hear it so much in little things like this, like just the instrumentals that are used. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And I love it. I think it's especially because back in that time, the first single was so big. Right. What about us? Yeah. That's what all everybody knew. So you heard a little bit of what about us in the intro and it gets people hyped for the record. And it's yeah. a fun start, I feel.
2: So this was 2001, 2002. So it's right after Y2K. That was the sound. That was the thing right then. Back in my day
0: it's like <laughs> tlc fan TLC sure. mail it kind of reminds right. me a little mm-hmm. bit right yeah so we kind of just jump right into it full moon she i mean swinging.
5: swinging
2: swinging how is that your
4: first track how is that your first full track on the album she
2: said it was real serious in the intro that's how,
0: how i mean you
4: the dough down with that, that full moon
0: We'll be right back after this quick word from our sponsors.
5: you still loading them and heating them up with all your single shit you've been dropping. You yeah. feel me? Loading them up on it, it only takes
2: structure
4: and, and you know just paying attention to the climate of the game.
2: Yeah, know what I mean. So do do your homies uh got a role in your in your little? I you know, mean, yeah, yeah. We all we all artists over here, man. I'm y'all trying, already? Yeah, I'm yeah. Trying, yeah. Trying, oh yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying, I'm trying to get them on there. Yeah, yeah,
3: Yeah, we
2: all artists, man. We go, you feel me? We gonna and this like, bro, Me and my
0: man, like me and my man, Kyle. We be like, I don't know. We play, we play with this <laughs> shit. Right with I got to We play with this shit right now for a for I oh, gonna don't lie. Don't play with don't it. Play with it. Nah. Take that
3: shit. Soon.
0: She really yeah. did, and Mike City produced, written. What a great collaboration. Was this the first time they worked together? Do you guys know?
2: I'm, I'm, I'm really not sure. Honestly, I'm I'm not sure about that.
0: Because I know they did, I know it was a big dark child situation, and I Mm -hmm. so I I think it may have been. And like, what a start of a working relationship! What a song, right?
2: And I feel like this was a start of a different kind of sound for her. This is my favorite album, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned it already, it's my absolute favorite Brandy album for many reasons. I think, I you might have mentioned it. Yeah, I might have, I might have
0: maybe once, maybe twice. Just
2: checking, and if I didn't say yet, this is my favorite album, okay but one of the reasons is because of this sound like it was the first time she her voice changed a little bit you know Mm
3: -hmm. so
2: she didn't sound like baby baby brandy who we love but like on her debut album she's got that baby voice on never say never she has like that sweet angelic voice and then she starts singing full moon and she's sexy she's raspy yes, she she's got a grown uh, an adult woman. grown woman and i was 15 feeling it because i thought i was a grown woman too uh-huh.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah a little bit but i think that this song like solidified like hey I am a grown woman, I'm here, mm-hmm. now let's go. Let me show you what the rest of the album is about to be about. Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. And just melodically, like this, like it's just so catchy. It, mm-hmm. It's one of those songs that I always say it kind of has the perfect blend of pop and R&B because mm-hmm. you listen to it and it's so catchy like a pop song, but it still is not compromising her R&B integrity at the same time. Mm-hmm. And it's still like a fun and upbeat party song. It's kind of like the perfect 2000s R&B single. If you kind of look back at those big, singles i think full moon is definitely in that group there
2: for sure i feel like you can hear full moon in other artists songs you know like around that time a little bit after even destiny's child was kind of chasing brandy a little bit a little bit so a lot
0: of it a lot of it
2: yeah a lot of it
0: Mm -hmm. all of us have seen her perform this live do you ladies have a favorite performance that you've seen her do this Uh, live
2: a full moon that's so hard that's so Every hard. Full
4: Moon is one of those songs that you know, she feels comfortable in.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah. So she goes, she goes a little bit extra off naturally because she's comfortable there. It's a com- She's picked out a comfortable range to sing it in. Mm-hmm. She got just enough dance moves to go into the performance. So she be feeling herself.
0: Yeah, and it gets the crowd going. It's one of the songs Mm -hmm. that still gets the crowd going, but she still feels Mm -hmm. comfortable enough to sing all these years later. Because you know our queens love to do songs that aren't always in their key, that last forever. Mm -hmm. I am referring to Mariah, but it's fine.
2: I know who you're talking about, but I wasn't going to say it
0: because we're on a whole different show. But something that I love about Brandy is I feel like she knew when she was young doing some of these songs, she's like, I want to be able to sing this when I'm 45. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And she still sounds just as perfect. So in terms of so because this was a big song. This had a video. This was on TRL. This had performances. Do you guys have any memories of any performances? Because for me, there is one that stands out. And it's the one where she is completely barefoot performing on TV because she was seven months pregnant on Oprah. So oh. iconic. Do you guys have any memories of any of those, or even just the video things that you associate? Yeah,
4: because honestly, for us, everything is memory. In for the full moon era, <laughs> everything is memory in the full moon era.
2: I remember okay. when it happened. <laughs> Did I cut you off, Nick? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. you go ahead. Because I do, and I literally remember. <laughs> yeah. The house that I grew up in, we had a red carpet in our living room and I remember Ooh. sitting on the red carpet. I don't, that's not really a great thing, but it, <laughs> it it was a thing. I remember sitting on the red carpet, looking up and watching that Oprah performance. Mm-hmm. That was definitely one for me. Um, seeing her pregnant and performing, I just love that. She also was pregnant at the same time as my sister. So I don't know. I, like, oh, intertwined. I thought it was cool. It's destiny. Right. And then the other performance around that time was, I forget if it was a Jay Leno or Conan O'Brien, but it was one of like the late night shows. And I remember that my parents let me stay up to watch it because I was like dying and it was a school night, but they let me stay up. <laughs> Okay. I like I promise I'll get everything done. I'll get up on time tomorrow. Like, please, can I just stay up and watch it? And again, just sitting down watching her sing and just sound so good. And there's something about the way a pregnant woman sings. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but like all of my artists that I love when they were pregnant, they were just like on their game and sounded so good. And I think that's part of the reason why this album is so good, because mm-hmm something spiritually happens to you when you're pregnant but that's for another show uh, but those two performances the oprah performance like you said and definitely whatever that late night was i forget if it was i think it was jay lion or jay leno yeah it probably was he was the you know the big one then
0: it was so. the jimmy fallon of, of mm-hmm. Yeah, no, It right. was a big hit. And then I think it was number 16 on the Hot 100. Like, a big hit. One of my favorites as well. It'll go down in history as one of my favorite Brandy songs. As I can remember as a little boy always seeing the music video on TV and just being absolutely in love with her and wanting to be in the convertible. Just driving around that <laughs> night. It, I know. Gives me, it
4: gives me kickback vibes for sure. Like, you know, it gives it me is. kickback vibes. Like basement party type of
0: I smoked to it right before we started recording (laughs) I know
4: that's right yeah
0: well this and then a song in in a bit that we'll talk about speaking of an iconic song I don't even think the word iconic expresses how much I feel about this song (laughs) I thought
5: I thought is honestly one of my favorite brandy songs like it's just I can't even, like, really get... it. It's one of those oh that circles
4: back around and it's it, it different, it different every few years. It like, different. It's like you feel it in a different way every few years because it can apply to so much. Mm-hmm. And it was flawlessly written with the... Because um, we were just talking about this when yes. we listened earlier. With the refrains in the background, the no you didn't, and the yes I, I did. did. Like that, she
2: went on. Oh, yes, you did. No, yes, you didn't. <laughs> you know,
0: something that I think about this song. I think, of course, the lyrics and the melody and the song, great, but it's her delivery. Oh. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I always say, so I'll use Janet Jackson as, as an example, right? Because she just had her big documentary. She has a very soft singing voice, but then you hear a song like Black Cat. It's mm-hmm. the delivery and the way that she chose to sing it, and you were like, wait, that's Janet. This is almost like this isn't the brandy that we're used to hearing. She's mm-hmm. using a different part of her voice. She was
5: she- sassy. Yes. Mm-hmm. She, was okay. she was spicy. The
0: attitude. She was spicy. Exactly. Now getting to see it live, I got to see it live with all of you guys when we yeah. went. To the show and- I know. And she performs it like so she means it. Should have been a single. My vote for should have been a single from this album. This is one of mine.
2: <laughs> you can add it to my tally too. This is one yeah. of mine
0: for sure. What do you guys think a video would have even looked like if they wouldn't have done one? Oh my gosh. I can
2: picture her just like. Throwing a, so. a, a somebody's laptop, their shoes, everything. Although it will be a b- very big laptop from 2002, <laughs> yeah. I think about yeah. it. but just like kicking his shit out, like you gotta go. You said you were gonna do these things and you didn't. You promised, but you didn't get out. What's that
0: song with Monica? Um, with your MacBook and your face? It all
2: belongs to me. Maybe that's where the idea came. You from. You know, it, right. <laughs> it
0: could have predated that. It could have predated that.
2: Exactly. Maybe that's where the concept came from.
0: You know. Okay, so the next song is a big one for me this is my favorite brandy song actually um for me the reason it's my favorite brandy song it's just it's the vocals the vocals i that's all i'm gonna say the vocals when you touch me rodney jerkins produced co-written all of you guys had an intense reaction to this so Mm -hmm. i'm gonna stay quiet for a minute because i'm curious to hear everyone's different experience with this song.
2: Keisha's raising her hand in praise. So I think she should go first.
4: Because Keisha that is raging on
5: this song. <laughs> because I love When You Touch Me. Like this is a When You Touch Me stand account. Like I <laughs> love this song so much. Because I agree with Mikey about it being the vocals, but I think also the arrangement. Like we yeah. have to get into the background. We have to get into the lead. We have to get into the ad libs like the way that the song is put together is just so genius like it's just such like genuinely a good song like everything about it like sis just did not miss at all when the song was crafted.
2: Keisha you are spot on with the backgrounds now that's a a brandy thing in general that I have always loved about her is the backgrounds and that she's doing her backgrounds and she pays close attention and the lady knows how to stack okay Mm -hmm. but this song in particular like you said the the backgrounds are crazy crazy like butter it's like so butter like butter baby
4: when you know when you get high oh and what? you listen to that one and all three of those major parts break apart in your mind. And you it's hear crazy. You
0: There's this one note <laughs> experience. There's this one note and I I can't sing. So I am sorry that you're going to have to hear this, but I you want to give none it to of us. us can. But it's okay. So it it's, right, it's right after the second chorus when she goes, you know, the, it's like, do it.
4: You better follow that road you that's the follow, best part you like, better follow that
0: one what was she thinking in the studio when she when she did that It's like she, she had a baby thinking, in her belly and it was a things.
2: sensual experience i'm telling you, you something happens to women when they're pregnant i'm just saying here she goes. <laughs> it was a sensual experience and she gave it to us and we have it forever and i'm grateful <laughs> and i'm <Same> grateful. here
3: <laughs>
0: So, I have a little bit of a risque question for all of you. Oh,
2: God. The answer oh. is yes. I know what the yes. question is. And the answer is yes.
0: One of my number one go to songs is When You Touch Me by Brandon. The answer
2: is yes. Wait, Okay. So, so, ladies,
0: have you guys made love to When You Touch Me?
2: The answer <laughs> is answer. yes. <laughs>
0: Well, we all know Casey's answer, ladies.
4: <laughs> She's the married one on this in this here conversation. Uh, yes, it's always her answer. But well, that's a yes and no answer because yes would mean that I made
0: love. Well, you know what I mean. We're we we're, <laughs> we're, 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 we're talking family. We didn't. Yeah, w-
2: right. Yeah, we didn't get into all of that. So, Unique's answer is yes. Keisha? Okay,
0: perfect, Keisha. <laughs>
5: It's I'm been, it's lecting. Yeah. I'm not sure if I have. I would
0: <laughs> argue this is one of the best romantic slow jams ever re- recorded. I really would argue that. I think it's so ridiculously beautiful. That's my personal opinion.
5: That's
4: fair. I, I definitely think- reserve. This is not, this is though, I will say this is though not on the, this is not on the sneaky link playlist.
0: Oh no, yeah. no 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 no! This
5: is your you and your. Yeah, yeah, this yes, yes.
0: this is this is, this is you and play. somebody that you're that you're really you know you're more than feeling somebody that you you know want to be something with something you know yeah. or you're already that. But well, I'm talking in 26 year old talk, Casey. I'm sorry, none of us else. It's okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's okay. Sorry for us. What you talking about?
0: <laughs> i think that this also could have been a beautiful a beautiful video as well i i really could have seen brandy because this was the first time of her getting very sexy in her music mm-hmm. if you really think mm-hmm. about it she's a woman now she's as casey says she's pregnant so she's feeling everything thank you brandy for making this song i just want to say <laughs> thank
2: you, facts, facts. Thank if you, you ain't thanks Agreed. and i you think half it. of the r&b world would agree I always see this song come up with other artists, you know, all over the place, people. I
0: once saw one person sing this. I think it was on Instagram. It is Miss Tamar Braxton. She sounded so absolutely beautiful when she was singing this song. I was like, holy shit. Like, and you know, she's another fave of mine. Of, well, maybe I If you can
4: sound good singing this song, you do got some chops on you. Listen, you gifted
0: it. So I once heard Brandy say in an interview when she was recording this record that When Whitney was listening to Never Say Never, she was like, why aren't you using more power in your voice? Why aren't you using more this in your voice? And she said that when she was recording Full Moon, she remembered that conversation. Mm -hmm. And she went into the studio with that. And I think that we hear it in this song. Mm -hmm. I agree. Mm -hmm. Moving on to another very sensual track. She is in her sexy bag on this record, Like This, which is written and produced. Rodney Jerkins, Fred Jerkins third, LaShawn Daniels, mm-hmm. the amazing LaShawn Daniels, mm-hmm. and co-written by Brandy herself. Mm-hmm. Please touch mm-hmm. me like this. Ladies, how do we feel? What,
2: what I have, have to say is that I love how yeah. When You Touch Me goes into like this. I'm a fan of albums, right? Yeah. So ooh, these ooh, days,
5: ooh, I love you, Mikey. But
2: say. these days, I'm just saying, Albums aren't really made as one cohesive project. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite albums, sidebar from Brandy, is Marvin Gaye. What's going on? That album is one long song. So I'm a huge fan. If I hear in another album that like they're okay, there's a theme here. They're going into each other, and it was thought about the way the songs were put together. They weren't just thrown together. Very. This is like the very very. This is like the perfect example of that from when you touch me just like slides into like this.
0: It's so good. That's it's, like my
2: favorite thing in the world. It's
0: the don't, 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 don't. Mm-hmm. It just fits so yeah. well. I mean, you just, you mm-hmm. feel it. You feel it in the groove. It's so <sighs> and funky and yet smooth and yet still upbeat. The vocals are amazing.
4: Listen, I like the... What's the right word? It's not range. The best way to describe it is not as loud of a song, right? I like the softness of this song. The vocals are still very much strong, very much get into it. It
3: just make you to it really
4: it, well, it it. makes you want to touch y'all on somebody.
2: It really does. Let's talk about it then. Let's talk about it.
4: Yeah, like this. But it makes you want to touch y'all on somebody like this.
2: You know, it's almost like when you touch me, it's like the sensual side, like you, like you said, and Mm -hmm. then like, this is like, all right, now we're going to have some fun. (laughs)
3: It's
4: a post, it's a post brunch song, honestly.
0: And there's something to be said about a woman in that time being able to take control of her sexuality and be like, yeah. I know exactly how I like it. And there's nothing wrong mm-hmm. with me talking about how I like it. It's human nature, as Madonna once mm-hmm. saying about. And, you know, please touch me like this. I know that. Me, personally, I know exactly what that this is. So I'm sure Brandy knew what that this is. Shout out to LaShawn Daniels for the amazing vocals, oh. additional vocals, Big Shiz. Rest in peace, Big Shiz. Oh, Pam. For the Thanks. amazing... Beautiful vocals on the song that we hear as well. He sounds so great. And him and Brandy, their vocal harmony is just unmatched. Chef's so kiss. This is an important song to point that out. It's stellar song. We're five songs into this record, and she is just hitting it out.
2: I mean and still tasteful by might we add
0: sexy yet classy
2: not a skip to be had not
0: Not a skip skip to be had who
4: do you know is having like such a
2: strong first five song run you're not getting that no more like other than some faves you know that we all share here I I mean I can't Mariah Janet Brittany
0: yeah yeah Um,
2: like, like, but they're they're all icons too but who else? else
0: It's not happening anymore. It's not happening anymore Mm -mm. because everything's about singles. It's not about the cohesiveness of a record. It's not about the vibe because there was actually a story that was being told here. Mm -hmm. There's no story being told anymore. Now it's just Mm -mm. a collection of things because I want to try to find a hit. Cardi B, I'm going to use her as an example. All these hits, just one album. It's been how many years? Mm -hmm. It's just a mess if you look at it. And when you look back in history, and that's not to be shady. I'm literally just objectively, right? It looks yeah. messy when you look back. It doesn't look as legendary as... Randy's only had seven albums, but the amount of respect... Quality. That's... Thank you. Quality. And speaking quality, of quality, not quantity. Speaking of quality, All In Me, number six. Whoa. Again, we're continuing <laughs> with the amazing trio of Rodney, LaShawn, Fred Jerkins, Hit It Out of the Park. One of the more... I want to say futuristic-sounding songs on the album. Uh-huh. I don't know what it is. You...
5: Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I would say definitely. it's definitely futuristic. There's all that little in the background.
5: Yes, yes. <laughs> so we were talking about how
4: they, her, I, we feel like, well, I definitely feel like Camper was trying to mirror that in B7. They were trying to, he was
2: trying to play to that see what you mean though it is very reminiscent of yeah like mm-hmm. the vibe, they were trying to give
4: they were trying mm-hmm. to give the all me vibes the the vibes the, that some of these songs on full moon
2: have so if we're talking about stories
0: right again full moon is my favorite but they're two different stories. A great track. And moving on to another song, another great song, A Part, which was Ugh. co-written by Keith Crouch, who worked on the first record. So yeah. she's hmm. bringing back a little bit of the OGs here. Casey's holding back, so just talk, girl. Come on. I <laughs> love this
2: song. This is very high on my list. Yes. I think, too, I I get emotional connections with songs. And listen, my 15-year-old self at that time was the way about some little boy. I probably don't even remember who he is now, but I just know, like, I have <laughs> an emotional connection to this song. And you know what I think is funny about this song is that it sounds to me like it could be on Afro. Like Thank it just you. doesn't yeah. it. Like it gives me yeah. DJ yeah. vibes. Just yeah. like the way that she's singing, and it's like she kind of goes from one note to another. Like she kind of doesn't take like a breath. She just kind of like moves song. in. Yeah. Mm-hmm i love this song it's very high on my list and it's like you know what i'm not doing what pleases you so go ahead sir you can go ahead i'll be fine we'll be better off (laughs) i'm not gonna give y'all a vocal okay (laughs) but that was good
0: (laughs) i give you my best andrea bocelli everybody i give you
4: definitely it's one of those that could have been a single or that I could have gotten a video for in hindsight for sure and like I said like Casey was saying it's you know it's a song where she kind of sways from one note to the next and I think that creates a different type of vibe like you kind of in some moments if you really just let go and get into the beat of the song you kind of forget you're singing about a breakup like that's how it kind of it kind of takes over your body
0: for sure. It really does. And another one, with her delivery, I feel like has a huge part and why it is what it is. But also, just I, I'm amazed at all the little elements that they use in the production of these songs. And even this one, because this one is not done by Dark Child, but yet it still has the same kind of futuristic sounds that the other songs have. And it shows that she had a vision for the album. And it fits Mm -hmm. perfectly. So moving on to the next track, which is another big futuristic sounding song. (laughs) Can we? There are some good runs in this too. Some good ones. Mm -hmm. Has she ever done
5: this live? No. No, and I wish she would. She should. She needs to just do
4: a whole 20th anniversary concert and run the album. This is what I had been saying.
2: Please say it again. I have been saying this. Brandy, Brandy in 2000s bottom. is
0: requesting a 20th anniversary concert. We want to see a tiny desk, Brandy. I don't know what it has to be. We all want to see this. Please. Mm-hmm. Please do this, Brandy. Come from on. From top to bottom. We
2: need from it. From top to bottom. Out, I'm, out and I'm top even going to need Ray J on Die Without You. I, I oh. need from from start to finish.
5: All that.
0: I need the entire thing. Um, I think that the thing with "Can We" is it's a great song. I don't think it could have been a single. I think it's just one of the songs that just fits with the album, helps piece the album mm-hmm. together. Is a great lead into "What About Us." This was the time when they kind of put a lot of the songs on the album that they recorded.
2: As far as flowing into songs, yeah. I do like the way that this flows into "What mm-hmm. About Us" again. This is like a, a appreciated
4: slow hump in the album. Like yes. it's an appreciate. It kind of slows you down a bit. And then uh, the next song comes up is "What
2: About Us," right. and it's like
5: boom, like now we to it. it. We kicking this shit back in again.
2: <laughs> it's like a little bit of an a intermission, <laughs> almost, yeah. Yeah, almost <laughs> yeah.
5: right. Right. Appre-
2: But like Unique said, appreciated intermission because <laughs> yeah. it's good. Because I
5: love
4: you know I love the okay, KMV, especially. So, coming I'm telling out you of the runs. First. yeah, especially coming out of a part like
2: the, the runs. runs the, the runs do it for me in we
0: she always delivers. One of the most iconic songs from the 2000s, in my opinion, definitely R&B songs. Top 10 smash, platinum selling album, platinum selling single, iconic video. What about us?
2: Come on. You need? I know, know you can- have feelings about this because I've seen you in action when this song comes on. <laughs> oh, hi. Listen,
0: do
5: it. What about us?
4: Well, she had questions on that song. <laughs> okay. She needed answers. Answers. <laughs> she needed answers. She said, what about
2: us? Things that you said.
4: What
5: about the things that you said? What about the ice?
2: What about the what promises about that debate? you made?
5: Because <laughs> people have been debating it whether it's ice or if it's nice. And I wish that we would let it go. Ice. It's ice. ice.
0: Okay. I well, hold on, hold ice hold on. that you gave. Hold on, hold on. I have the lyrics in front of my face.
5: So <laughs> now you have
0: me confused. Okay, it's all, what about all of the nights that you gave? No! Who says this? Is this Google? No, this is the album. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the I was gonna album. I going to can check
2: on that? <laughs>
0: right.
2: Oh, okay. Okay, correct me. It
0: was printed with okay. permission.
2: Lies that you gave—is that correct? Now I now I feel like I need to check every line.
0: Um, okay. What about? I'm gonna. Okay, a dramatic reading of the course.
2: Let's go. <laughs> this what about favorite us? Part of the pocket.
0: <laughs> what about all of the things that you say? What about all of the promises that you made? What about all of the, all the nights that you gave? What about all of the things you told me? What about all of the things that you say? What about all the promises that you made? What about all of the nights that you gave? What about, what about, what about,
4: what us? about us? But so no lies, it. There's no, lies in
0: it. No, so, no, so you're thinking at the end Mm, okay you're thinking lies that you gave it's nights that you gave that's literally what we're hearing nights that you gave maybe well you know what
2: i've been singing this song for 22 years now i'm gonna keep singing it the way
0: i I think she meant nights that you gave like nights like like nights that we spent together nights when you touched me right
2: yeah how are you gonna do that
0: how are you gonna do that what about us like What What about us? I was insulted when Pink came out with a single called What About Us. I was like, how dare you? This is already taken. This doesn't belong to anyone but Brandy. And then people are getting confused and I didn't like it. This song to me, I remember like it was yesterday. It being the biggest hit. We used to have much, we had much music in Canada. That was the Canadian MTV. That's where I watched everything. That's where I learned every single video. There, were, Brandy did interviews with much music. That's how I knew who she was. So it was a video that played all the time. That's how I knew that this album was coming out. To me, it's a, such an important song and video because it's, as much as I was introduced to Brandy with Cinderella and the boy is mine, I didn't own her albums. Like, it wasn't any of that. What about us is a song that got me to I need to have her music. You know?
2: Ooh, that's interesting. It's a big This one. was TRL, like.
0: This was I, top of the charts up there with JLo and Britney and all the mm-hmm. ones who were top of the charts at the time randy was right up there with what about us
2: yeah 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 this this was big it was i love to see
4: her perform this one you know now she gets that's another song that she gets into like her lower range when she's performing it live and she gets like to that end and she's like what about her? like woo!
3: Go on, go on. what,
0: what? Listen, we know that you need Brandy vocals. And when she feels a song and she feels that she needs to respond, I'll never forget that moment at the concert in Toronto when Almost Doesn't Count was on. And you were responding to the lyrics.
4: (laughs) It's a conversation. It's a conversation.
0: And the lady behind us was mad. (laughs) Done. She was done. And they're
4: just going to have to stay mad. Because one thing's for sure and two things for certain. When it comes to a concert for Miss Brandy, Rayana Norwood, I am going to have something to say. Okay. Um, I'm going to have something to say and she's going to hear me and we're going to have a conversation on the stage.
0: And what about this is one of those, I think. Because you're asking, what the fuck happened? What about...
2: We need to know.
0: What about it? So she has a co-write on the song. Mm -hmm. She was in a beautiful relationship at the time, it seemed. Do you Mm -hmm. think that it wasn't so beautiful?
2: I think when it was good, it was good do you guys remember the show the um the reality the tv show that they had yeah. mm-hmm. the one where she
4: was having um
2: baby girl mm-hmm. yep and they show you know like leading up to that of course tv is tv but yeah. you know he's i work he's in tv guys
0: i'm here to tell you i know i'm here to tell you all they told them before what they want them to do and that's right
2: what right right but I, but yeah. here's what i'll say I mean, you can only fake so much. You can, you can tell vibes, no matter if people are acting or not. And I think all relationships are good when they're good. And then when they're no longer good or they no longer serve you, then you forget those things, you know, and like, you don't really hear talk saying bad things uh, about him. They just went their separate ways. So I, I feel like There's a lot of talk about this relationship and everything that happened. And it's a big deal. They feel like that, you know, Brandy lied about being married. Because when we get to
0: aphrodisiac, you know, he starts mm -hmm. talking and- There's
2: that, but she never never said much, you know. In general, relationships go the way that they go. And can you imagine being somebody where everything you do is amplified by a million because everybody's watching you? No. Mm -hmm.
3: She lied about being married.
2: It wasn't anybody's business to begin with. The shame is- that how the industry makes people feel that they have to lie about something like that. And don't even get me started about Britney Spears because Mikey and I will be here for hours and you guys will be done with us. But that's what the industry does to people. And
4: also at the time too, she was America's sweetheart. She was, was. A picture, she was picture perfect golden child for what every little girl should be, you know, growing up to be. So, you know, there was definitely all of this personal pressure around her to... Create this story because you and can't think about all it. three of your
2: stories in the beginning. You all shared your story of how you, you know, were introduced to Brandy. It was Cinderella, yeah. for
0: God's sakes. Yeah, is yeah. Cinderella
2: supposed A to be having the baby out of wedlock? Yeah. Oh my gosh, no, you know. So, yeah. in the
0: early 2000s, when you know the way that women were just written about and portrayed. Yeah. it portrayed is so fucked up when you.
2: Well- we'll be here forever if we start if we oh, go down forever. there right? but yeah, I, yeah.
0: I, I agree but you know what like Brandy and you said Britney it was the same exact time it was the yeah. same exact time the late 90s early 2000s they're pretty much the same age so it's For not sure. it's not like Brandy wasn't susceptible to all of those same undue influences I think the difference is why Brandy didn't end up in Britney's position is her family actually cares about her and has always yeah. been in her- corner and has always been there to support brandy brandy's always been very vocal about how close she is with her family and how important they are to her i mean right she's on this goddamn album for god's sakes right but you know it was, and it was
2: mama mama was not playing that with with anyone in the industry so <laughs> Listen,
0: she was not playing she was she was protecting her babies she was protecting her babies what are you supposed to do but you know like we see with how what about us did on the charts she was a mega star so this was a very big time in her career and what about us was the start of that all right back to the album number 10 anybody the lyrics to this song are uh, anybody sneaky know? link and she yeah, yeah <laughs> very sneaky
4: sneaky link anthem I but know, I, I think like that it. was a nice change of pace for the for where the album has been going thus far she's been all up and down the roller coaster with this one you know what i'm saying so i don't know if he was the sneaky link or if she found a different sneaky link well, you know what? Same maybe way. she found
2: a stinky link, maybe she found a sneaky link because of the situation that was going on. And I know oh right. I know that's right. <laughs>
4: we've
3: all
0: I mean, I don't know if we've all been there, but I know I I may have. But um <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Um, This is giving me TLC creep vibes. It's like, we're going to do our thing. No, but, but then you can also look at it on the sense of maybe it didn't have to be like a sketchy thing. Maybe it was literally just her and she's with somebody. And, you know, because a lot of the time, like uh, like I know for me, one of my biggest regrets in ev- any relationship I've ever had in the previous was being st- too public about it and being too much on social media about it because I felt that I invited the negative energy in and Mm -hmm. there's a time in a relationship where it should really just be you and the person like obviously once you get married and you have your life your new life that you're building that's a different thing but when you're getting to know someone the first year or a couple years whatever I feel like sometimes you want those moments to be just between you guys Mm-hmm. And maybe that's just a new way that I'm thinking because I feel like that's a, played a huge part in why things didn't work out for me in previous relationships. Mm-hmm. But I don't know, like I saw Janet Jackson's documentary recently and she was like getting married secretly. And I was just like, honestly, energy. Like, I think that that's what I think I'm going to be having to do next because mm-hmm. I don't know. How do you guys feel about that? Are you big on that? I'm big on energy and evil lying and all that stuff.
2: I definitely agree. I feel like when you give... When you give people too much information, you also give them the right to have an opinion. Yep.
4: Mm
5: -hmm. Fair enough. Fair fair enough.
4: I am a sharer, so I kind of like have to find a balance. Like, I don't share too many details. Selectively. Uh, Yeah, because, I mean, and then also, too, if you get to trying to share all the details, we'll be here all day.
3: Like,
4: there's no (laughs) possible way. I, I don't know, because I just, in general, don't even think that there are people or forces like looking to bring negativity to anything. That you I'm don't? Sharing. No, I generally don't oh, think Oh,
0: I do. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> the face. Watch watch the the
0: face. Listen, I'm Moroccan. Listen, in Moroccan culture, it's a very big thing. It's like... Uh-huh. The Hamza and the evil eye, it's like like, I don't even have mine on right now and it gives me anxiety. Uh I was a server for years and whenever I didn't wear my evil eye necklace, I I just Uh felt it. When you interact with so many, so many people, the energy that people give up, yo, that shit is fucking contagious. And when somebody has it out for you, they can send negativity your way. You can call me fucking crazy, but I believe that shit and call me superstitious, but. (laughs) Can you
2: hit that again for us? superstitious (laughs) (laughs)
0: superstitious <laughs> <laughs>
2: right,
4: you know, uh, no i don't think i don't think you're crazy i think that's just um you know individual preference individual difference like you know that's a
0: brandy we don't want that's what makes you feel good we don't want no one to know we want to keep so it's secret love some all, all of this just to say i understand where she's coming from in this song yeah
4: oh i love sneaky link listen <laughs> i love just <a> sneaky
5: link <laughs> listen, <laughs> I love okay but no, when you I'm say
0: not. sneaky link it sleazifies it like sneaky link of, like the DL guys that i'm what? talking to like i definitely agree link. with
5: that right
2: I, I do feel like this might have oh. been a situation where it's like i really do care for you but i don't want to tell everybody because everything time I tell somebody they ruin it for me you know? thank
4: you but but just the term sneaky link don't have to mean you know what I'm saying They don't have to have negative context yeah you don't have to have negative context your sneaky link is your sneaky link whether y'all just sneaky linking to you know boom boom bam thank you ma'am or <laughs> if y'all sneaky linking like y'all really have something
2: you know kind of
4: solid that y'all working on y'all just like like the song say don't want anybody to know did we decide that but the way she's asking didn't we decide makes
2: me feel like this is a wham bam thank you lady. exactly
5: <laughs> that's what it's <laughs> because, because we saying, Cause cause he wanted to gone. come
2: out with him she's like wait a minute didn't we
5: decide that yeah I said, don't tell nobody. Yeah, you can massage yourself, partner.
0: But she's talking about like, like she's like, you say letter, you're not ready to make a commitment to me. It will take some time. So it's basically saying like, she seems like she wants it. He just doesn't want it, but she still It's not that I
2: don't love you. I just can't be. But I do understand the thought around the, wait a minute now, didn't we decide that? But in the very beginning of the song, she says, it's not that I don't love you. I just can't the be girl explaining to everybody tics why tics you heard me.
4: She couldn't have a man at uh, in full, so she was getting her cheeks clapped, and then he got too happy. Ah, <laughs>
0: this is the part that you oh, tics oh, tics a couple off, days oh, ago, I'm out. still thinking about that shit. So, hey. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Girl, it's okay. yes oh, Then we just, at the beginning of the album, we was commending her for how she was owning her sexuality. We were. Yeah,
0: we could talk about it. Absolutely. She getting, listen, she got pregnant.
5: <laughs> it happened. She was getting them
0: <laughs> <Okay>.
5: <laughs>
0: Like clappity clapped. Like okay. clap
4: clap. Can I also say that the second half of the album, in large part, I feel or hear like a little
0: Aaliyah too. I do too. Yeah. yeah no, she, yeah. she loves Aaliyah. We're going to get into it. She loves Aaliyah. The next one, Nothing.
2: This is my absolute all-time favorite Brandy
0: song. Really? Of every song?
2: Uh, of a- any song. If you ask me today, it's going to be nothing. If you ask me when this album came out, it would be nothing. It is the most beautiful brandy song i'm I'm gonna stick beside it forever (laughs) there has not been another brandy song that has ever topped it for me and i can listen to it over and over and over again there's just something the richness in her voice i love a sad song anyway oh
0: my gosh it's
2: it's everything for me everything
0: oh my god it's a good one it's a good one it's a sad one i love a sad moment it's just one of those songs that you just want to cry to when you need a good cry
2: right it's like she's like in desperation like oh nothing no one i'm so (laughs) come on absolutely not just no in the shower
5: (laughs) And I say you crying on the phone. It floor goes
2: floor. down. She was crying. <laughs> yeah, she was definitely crying
5: she on this one. early 2000s, crying on this one. She, she, was she, was yeah. she was crying. She was crying and
0: I loved it. She gave yeah. us she gave us pain. She gave us pain. Like you know how Tony Braxton's known for singing pain. Uh Brandy oh, gave us pain. Yeah. And
2: that's that that's that connection that you have to music when it makes you yeah. feel something, you know, mm-hmm. like if you can feel it, I don't think she could ever top this song for me ever
0: in life. It's has she so ever performed, I've never seen her do this. Have you ever gotten the chance to see her do this live? No,
2: I would die. And I actually asked her why she has not performed it and when she would perform it. Man. And she said... So she did do a little of nothing live once. When Not this? When I was around.
4: Yeah, no, you weren't there. It was... She kind of put it in a... I remember her putting it in a melody of a... You know of a few songs but she
2: didn't sing it from top to bottom no, no. You right. yeah you know right
0: well what did she yeah. say why why won't she do it
2: she said that vocally is a hard song to sing Lot, of like, course but there's nothing but that's she, hard for brandy that's what that she, was she just, says okay. but it's not true I was, <laughs> but i was just gonna,
0: i was gonna say i swear she does way harder I
2: she sings right and she she does he is And I feel like he is, it's the same kind of. It's the same. I feel like it
0: sounds like, but who are we to talk? She's the vocalist,
2: right? She's the vocal
0: Bible, but she absolutely could do it.
4: Come on. She can do the national anthem acapella.
0: Okay. I love it. It's not worth it. Come on. So
4: good. You know, I never
0: knew that as a, as a child, as a child listening to this, I never realized that it was, uh, I guess you can't, you, if you don't have the musical ear yet, I was very young, you know, I didn't hear Michael yet, but now it's like all I hear. Yeah. <laughs> when I listen to this song.
2: It's it's not worth it.
0: I'm and I'm not
2: a fan usually of a sample, but Brandy could sample any and everybody. Well, and you guys,
0: I, I want to point out that I'm literally looking at the credits for this for this song. Mm-hmm. And it literally says all vocals by Brandy. All music by Rodney Darkchild. Additional vocals by Michael Jackson.
2: I know that's yeah.
0: It's in the album liner notes. <laughs>
2: hmm And she I have had
5: big bass. Because <laughs> y'all's face
4: could never. Could never. <laughs> could never get Michael Jackson doing additional
0: vocals. Uh, well, we all know that Darkchild had just worked on Invincible with Michael around this time. So I'm sure there had to have been some intertwining of the vocal sessions. Do we know if this... Was the first time she I know the first time she met Michael was in the studio. Was it this time or was it earlier in her career? Do we know?
2: I do not know that, but I have See her talk about it. And remember, she was talking about how Ray J was there with her.
0: I'm gonna find this- the clip and insert it right here. sir
1: Rodney Jerkins was working with Michael Jackson at the time. Michael Jackson was it. So we studied Michael. Brandy studied Michael. He knew how much I wanted to meet Michael Jackson. So he says, Would you like to come and meet him? And I'm like, Are you serious? Of course I want to meet Michael Jackson. Like, where do I meet you? Like, where do I where do we come? So we meet the studio and my producer's like are you guys ready to meet michael
2: jackson so that makes me wonder was it this you know were they all in the studio working together you know mm-hmm. maybe they were you know working on a couple well, different songs
0: it could have also been when she did the quincy project rock with you mm-hmm. which was 96 or 97 around there what a fucking flex flex, what a
2: flex. and a flex that she doesn't pull like i feel yeah. like other artists would be like oh and by the way I'm a you know? song
0: with Michael Jackson singing on it and she doesn't. Well, she doesn't need to because the
2: studio or not, it happened.
0: she's The right. legend. Because
2: honestly, the thing is that her vocals,
4: her execution is a flex in and of itself. Like <laughs> she don't she don't how J. Cole was uh bragging for a long time about going platinum with no features, like she don't need no help vocally. So the fact that when she do pull in additional vocals, it's Michael Jackson. Um, it's collabing with Mariah Carey. Oh,
0: I can't wait. Don't even, can even get me can, don't even started. Get me <laughs> started with that. Are you fucking kidding me?
5: I like have to round you up.
0: We all know how I feel about Mariah. I have my lamp set up here. I don't know if you can see. with my see
4: the lamp set up.
0: I'm a Mariah Carey stan. The fact that they're doing a song together that, listen, I saw Silent Tweet about it so they can't tell me shit. I know it happened.
2: It definitely happened. It happened. Now when we're going to hear the proof of it, I don't know.
0: Listen, I, I know that I, that I better prepare myself. You know that there's hope.
2: That in itself, I I could die right now. To be honest with you,
0: maybe I did. Maybe I am dead. Not maybe I am dead. It's possible. Uh, but yeah, so she's just no stranger to working with legends since the beginning of her career, and the proof is in the fucking pudding. Number thirteen, he is. I don't know where the fuck to start with. He is because it's so perfect. So I'm just gonna let you guys start with. He is because oh I, I can't right now
4: I love a simple beat strong vocal yeah we all we all know this about me I'm very mm-hmm. proud about my simple beat strong vocal love and he is is one of those songs like I mean obviously she gets into the intricacies and she has all of those layers in that song but like the first half three quarters of it of just the simple verse and chorus are so like, damn, can I walk down the aisle now? Yeah. Like, oh. it's so beautiful. It is. A song
0: that I feel gives me hope about love and about really finding that comfort in somebody. And mm-hmm. almost like a little bit of a warm hug when you hear the song. Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I mm-hmm. think it's a
2: good one. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. 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 That is good. Did you know this song is about God?
0: No. Yeah.
2: And Stop that's it. what that's it absolutely is. No, it was written by, seen. is it is it Warren uh Warren Campbell that so wrote the it? The
0: co-writes are Warren Campbell, Harold Lilly Jr. And, and and Randy.
2: Yes. And you know who Warren Campbell is, right? So you know, he is married to one of the Marys of Mary Mary. So, you know, their whole
0: oh, I didn't know that ministry no, know that. is ministry. <laughs> ministry. Listen, all I know about Mary that Mary, was, listen, I'm a Mr. Jewish, Hardy. I'm a Jewish boy from Montreal, <laughs> Quebec, Canada. All I know about Mary Mary is the song <laughs> "Praise You" because it was a hit on Much Music. <laughs>
2: and that's quite all right. But if you notice, on now, don't quote me. I, I probably should have did this research beforehand. But all of Brandy's albums have a song that's about God. It seems like it might be about a relationship.
0: Yeah, it but on hard.
2: each right, but it is about God. Um, I have a special connection. I don't. I think Nick, you probably know this, but um, mm-hmm. I actually have these lyrics tattooed on my body with my yeah. husband's initials. Cause I, it definitely could be entered, I'll, I'll show
0: you. And then we'll explain for the listeners. So it says, "My loving and my friend, my lover, my one, he is, and the initials, my king, my friend, my lover. oh."
2: I know, right? But it definitely is, it was written about God, but it definitely could, I feel like it's interchangeable because that's, you know, a strong love either way, but. It's Christian R&B. It's, yeah, Christian R&B. You can go with that.
0: But uh, you know what? Like, I feel like Cause I've always struggled with this as a, as a Jewish kid. I was like, I was never allowed to listen to Christmas music, but I loved it so much. And I was like, but why do I have to associate it with, uh, why can't I just enjoy a beautiful vocal about a spiritual experience? I can just relate it to my own spiritual, I mean, why does it, you know what I mean? So I feel like even when I hear like gospel, like I feel like I could listen to gospel music and I can still feel that connection just as much as anything, you know, you just associate, you know, you feel the power of music. That's the beauty of music. He is, was a single. I've heard it in the grocery store. It was definitely sent to radio stations. Do you think? Because this is something I always wondered with the full moon album. I understand she had her baby, but she had her baby in June and she got her body back real quick because she was at the MTV VMAs in August 2002. Titties lactating together. Okay. okay. Uh, yes.
2: up in that little fringy dress. Titties
0: in that little fring-
5: together. The titties were were Okay. Her.
0: They were t- so we know- had them sitting upright. So we know she had her body back. She could have done a video. Do you, why do you think there wasn't a video? I don't think it was her choice. And it's interesting to me that the label would have made that choice because this is a platinum selling album that went number two and one of her highest selling records. Why did it stop so abruptly?
2: I do not have a a direct answer at all. And this is strictly opinion. I, I can't say why I think it happened, but what I can say is, I feel like this happens with all of her albums. Mm-hmm. That
0: up until this point it hadn't. That's why I'm saying this is so important. True. That
2: is that is true. The it first started here. Got full
0: rollout, right. four, or five plus singles. Why right. did it stop here? Because this wasn't. It wasn't like this wasn't a hit. It was a right. hit.
2: I think her her team dropped the ball.
0: I feel like mm-hmm. they were no longer wanting to put because up until this point, R&B music was seen just as commercial as pop and hip hop and everything just as commercial. I feel like in the mid-2000s is when we started to see the shift and they weren't putting as much money into these artists that they were like, oh, well, it's not going to be what it is and whatever, we'll just let it go. Because I don't think that Brandy would have consciously made the decision not to continue promoting the record. I think it was out of her hands.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I agree yeah. with that. But it's a yeah. shame because you look at the body of work like this, like there could have been so much more. Yeah. This next song, so we just did he is, we know it's iconic. This next song is actually a very big favorite of mine. It's also in my love making playlist, but it's even more than just a love making song. It's literally just a song that makes me feel great. It's just so beautiful. It's just beautiful to listen to. I love the instrumentals. I love the vocals. I love the message of the song, of it being about one last night before that big goodbye. Come a little closer. Come a little bit closer.
2: Honestly, you said so much. I know. It really is just a beautiful song, even just the way that she's singing and emoting. like It's just beautiful and soft and feminine. It's a beautiful song.
4: It's one of those kind of like, Lay on your booze chest, type of. <laughs> <sighs> feel- so hold me. Yeah. Yeah. Hold
2: me vibes. Yeah.
0: It's hold me vibes. Valentine's Day. Um, well, by the time this episode comes out, Valentine's Day will have just passed, but we're recording it. Valentine's Day is coming up. It's a Valentine's song. It
4: mm-hmm. is. It's or- one of those, like, like this, how I was saying, like, the vocals are very, like, still strong and powerful, but it's a very soft
0: song i love when she just uses the softer vocals i say this about christina aguilera all the time she belts and belts and belts but when she just strips back and just sings softly so Mm -hmm. beautiful and i love listening to that
2: yeah agree 100
0: the next song on the album is a song she co-wrote another one brandy was starting to co-write a lot on this record so love wouldn't count me out
2: listen (gasps) to me the dramatics of this song
0: this gives
2: me, like, tomorrow from Never Say Never. It gives me tomorrow vibes. Like, it's that dramatic and just beautiful, exaggerated, sad. It's so good. I I feel like
0: Keisha would have done a song like this for her babe, like, one day, you know? Like, if she's trying to do a love song, the dramatics give me Keisha. I don't know.
2: I agree with that. Look at her face right now. She's drama. well, 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 well. She's drama. Look at her. That's Lawyer Bay right there.
5: Am I the drama? <laughs> this song is so it's so much. It's it's very dramatic. It's a lot. It's a lot. You know, I like it. I appreciate it.
4: We get into it about this song, but but, what I'm saying, but
5: we get into it about
4: we get into we it, it about this song views. because again, I'm simple, be strong, strongly vocal. Okay well, you're I wearing a
0: her the... you're wearing her merch so obviously <laughs> Oh <three. laughs> Wait was that shade? that be... wasn't shade. No no no. That wasn't shade. That was her oh, oh
2: okay about the vocals. Okay. Has... I caught the her simple part I... okay. She does. Absolutely. Strongly okay. vocals
0: okay. and very very simple instrumentals and beat.
2: I just with ran the end, with the simple and weekend, I caught shade. That's I'm that's sorry. The well
0: there is a there's a <sighs> Shade. Oh, but such a small amount that you can't even consider it. It's not
2: even worth mentioning. My bad. What'd you say, Casey? <laughs> I said it was so, so little, you know, such a small amount of shade that it wasn't worth mentioning. So no, we
0: love her. She's very talented, but she has too many. No, awards. you know I love her. She has too many awards oh, yeah. for somebody who has one album, but that's another. <clears throat> <laughs>
4: You she do what she do and you do what you can't do about it. And that's on period. Um mm. anyway.
0: That's uh <laughs> Love
2: When Count Me Out. Love when Count uh, Me Out. La, 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 la. That's the best <laughs> that's part of the whole that song. One.
4: That is the epitome for me of like Brandy's simple beat, strongly vocals type of song. Like sure. the way she brings the pain out of me on that song. It it it, it used to be that.
0: Yeah. Well, is, is talk this about it? that you turn to in those moments. Is this one of those?
4: Yeah, like if I'm feeling like, yeah, heartbroken romantically, or if it's just like if it's a really bad friend breakup or something like that, and I'm just feeling like dang, like love, don't live here, no vote.
2: But love wouldn't count you but, out sis.
4: It, oh, it wouldn't,
2: But it but I have to but, but but
4: I have to listen to the song for it to tell me that we have to go through the right. You have to go through the emotion,
2: but you have to listen to it in the right location. This is a cry in the shower song. I
4: see it, plenty mm-hmm. of that. Masking, using the shower, the, the shower drip to mask your tears. Right. That's not
0: happening. You know, I mean, she's she's begging and pleading for lack of a mm-hmm. no pun intended. No pun intended for no lack pun of intended. Her, she she,
5: crying
0: it's very much in the vein of a nothing. I I find where vulnerable she's she was Very she opened up herself to go to places <laughs> that were probably hard to go to when she went and um, she co-wrote so i'm sure that there was some situations that she was writing about oh yeah that are hers and we won't have to get too much into them but definitely you hear the beauty in the vocal
2: this is tomorrow part two
0: for tomorrow sure. part two oh for
4: more current sense this gives me bye bipolar um Bob's like she's good at putting a st- strong ballad at the
5: end of the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like
2: yeah, definitely the always... vocals I can say give me bye 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 polar. Yeah, like, <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's totally I had to like, keep going with it. Bye bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye bye. But not the music though.
5: No, no, like
2: Mikey, no, if, you, if you if you want to get me started, you can keep singing in sync. <laughs> want to get me started don't do that (laughs) they have listen y'all but unique but not the music but I see I understand the thought but not like the dramatics of the violin and all of that in the music yeah Mm -hmm.
4: and then the turning of the turning of the tide on the album like yeah it's coming to a like it's coming to a close or it's coming to a shift in in the story and it's Mm -hmm. she's about to wrap it up real tight with pretty both right
2: and you see what I mean about an album being a complete album. And she does that. And I appreciate and respect it. Okay.
0: Number 16. Wow. Never knew I was so good. Oh, wake up in the world was bright. Oh,
4: I that
0: song. Woo. Wow. Yo, this song.
4: Wow's definitely wow, underappreciated.
2: It's a feel good. Doesn't it, it make cute. you
0: happy? Yes, it makes me feel good. I love Wow. It's one of my favorites on the album. It really is. And it does not get the credit it deserves. Nobody talks about it. Nobody asks about it. Nobody
2: talks What's about What's up it. with that? Wow, and I mean, do you hear the stacking? Like, can you hear the amazingness?
0: He co wrote this song. So, this is one of the songs <laughs> she co wrote on this record.
2: It's one of my favorites.
0: It's one of my favorites, too. Justice for Wow.
5: Justice
2: Justice for for wow. Hashtag justice for wow. You know what it is? Like, you know how you have like comfort food
3: that
2: makes you feel good, makes you feel comfortable, like brings you back to a happy memory. It's a comfort song.
0: Yeah, I agree. Comfort song. Feels good. Feels good. Can't ask for anything better. So, this next song is the last song on the physical release of the album. There are a few other songs that ended up on streaming, whatever, but Die Without You, a PM Dawn cover, duet with Ray J. (sighs) My Boy,
2: my (laughs) boy right there.
0: This is the one of two Ray J songs that end up on the album because due to streaming and worldwide, whatever. So this is the first and they're both covers.
2: I have strong, quick feelings. Oh, they're quick. I'll get them out the way and then
0: y'all can. I haven't gotten my Ray J. Just go.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love Ray J. I love the sound of his voice. Yeah. I love the sound of Ray J and Brandy together. I what? would like Ray J to return to real R&B. I don't want to hear him rap. I want to hear him use his beautiful instrument. This song is another feel good comfort song. And Brandy knows how to do a cover. I'm usually not a huge fan of covers because I think people should leave certain things alone. But she knows how to do a damn cover. And yeah. this song is one of my favorites. That's all I have to say.
4: I ain't gonna hold y'all. Beautiful. She's gal. about
2: to say something we don't like.
4: Great gals,
2: beautiful. Gal. <laughs> oh, I'm,
5: no oh, oh. I'm
4: gal. closing
2: the laptop. Good night. No
4: Great gals. Let's be real. Let's keep it a bean. Love it. Love um, that for them. Love that for them. That's for sure. Real. But it's a skip for me. It's a skip for me. Wow. wow.
2: I feel disrespected. No song on this album should be skipped.
5: Well, you, can, for you, that skip you just cut it off. This done at that point. That done.
4: Uh, it's quiet. quiet. It's quiet for that album after a while. It's quiet. It's crickets after a while. That's, That's not true. 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 You know what?
0: Yeah. You know That's what? I I, I. I. Right I, that I Justice for the next song, Another Day in Paradise. I fucking love that.
2: Like oh song my song. God. Now I will say I love I, I do love that more than Die Without You
0: and Another Day in Paradise a European top ten hit like top and there's
2: there's a video for that though why was there a video right. for that and now <laughs> he is I know yes.
0: Why. I know why there was because she recorded another name, Paradise, actually in 2001. Because they were doing in the UK, a UK record label was doing a Phil Collins tribute album because Phil Collins yes. being the legend that he is. I remember they videos it. for it. And they released the Brandy and Ray 8. They asked them to do the song. They released that as a single, was a huge hit. Like I'm talking like numbered like three in the UK, like a huge hit. And they put it on the international edition. Didn't know it existed until Apple Music came into my life in 2015. I was like, wait, what? And then that's when I heard it. For the first time and I loved it because I've always known the song Another Day in Paradise from mm-hmm. Phil Collins. And so I think Brandy and Ray J sound beautiful on it. And I think he sounds great. And I, I like what you said, Casey. He has a great instrument and a beautiful voice. I wish he sang more and wasn't focused so much on rapping mm-hmm. about fucking can. I really wish it went back to the music, like One Wish and all the good
2: Radiation?
0: Stuff. He's so talented.
2: Radiation is such a good album. He is so talented.
0: He's so talented and you listen to this and you're like, "Oh yeah." So I, I, I hate that what what his uh me- brand has come to. Brand,
2: yeah, yeah. And
0: then the album closes off with a remix of Full Moon, the Cutfather and Joe remix that
2: <laughs> I love your um, your interpretations of what the music sounds like. <laughs>
0: I'll be honest, I don't
2: no, 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 no. I
0: don't like this remix.
2: I could kind of always do without remixes. Remixes yeah. like are my favorite thing.
0: Unless they're Mariah's. Well, that's something different. That's different. Because those remixes, you know, those are some resung vocales. Yeah. They put this version and this version I think was in a lot of the single radio versions that was in the Europe stations I don't see why they felt the need to but maybe they felt it was too R&B for the international markets I'm thinking that's probably where they were l- leading to but this is the closing of the album on streaming so all in all now that we've gone through the record I want you guys to give me your top three of the album and I want you guys to give me a reason why because there's so many great songs on this album we just went through all 17 of them so here's
5: my top uh... why? Top tier, like no matter what, like gotta be included. Yeah, like my honestly, like my favorite brain song, period. Of course, when you touch me is giving. It's number one. It's on category. truly honestly. But I think after that is when it starts to get a little a little spicy because I'm kind of like, oh, it could go,
4: it could go any day. It could go any day. Like
5: it's, it's hard after that. It's tough because I feel like, oh. Uh, This is hard. This is hard. This is hard. So I guess today we're gonna give, we're gonna give like this, give like this moment because I love like this. Like, because you know, here's the thing: when you touch me in like this, the the transition, like it's a moment. It's a moment. It's a a big moment in the album, and I just feel like they go together so well, and I love that.
0: Just like in Greece, they go together. You
5: feel me? Am I going to say nothing? Am I going to say nothing
2: today? I, I would if I were you. Girl. <laughs> right,
5: like nothing is one of those songs where like Brandy is doing her, her best singing. Like Brandy is showing her ass on nothing. Like she showed the fuck out. And it's just like it's undeniable. It is undeniable how good of a song that is. She just sounds so good. Like, huh. yeah, I'm a, you know, that's my topic for today. I'm gonna have to, you know,
0: it might be different tomorrow. I know, but, to, but today and for everyone who's listening, whatever the fuck day it is in your country when you're listening, those are <laughs> right. <today. laughs>
2: right. Wait a minute, hold on, Can can we just pause right there? Did you see? He said in whatever country you're listening to, okay? That means he's major. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> listen honestly the, one of the things about this podcast is the ability to have reached different countries specifically brazil they they're so supportive and i'm so thankful for all you guys listening so yes and i know that brazil has a lot of big granny fans so shout out to brazil yes need, shout out to brazil baby you need give me your top three let's do it
4: oh sheesh this is like picking out the nuclear codes for war like i'ma go with today we are feeling we're feeling i thought we are feeling we are feeling love wouldn't count me out
0: i knew that wasn't yours
4: yes we i thought love wouldn't count me out and we have to round out the three full moon she just sticks like grits to your stomach (laughs)
3: <laughs> so
4: i'm gonna have to run and i don't even eat grits but i'm gonna have to round out the three with full moon today because honestly there is something about that song that relates in multiple areas of life in multiple time periods of life like you ain't even gotta be talking about like oh it's a full moon and i see that cute dude over there across the room at the function like yeah it really just sways you through. It sways you through your day. Like, it's a vibe. Yeah, like it's a vibe that just gets you through the day. I don't know what. It's a lot of things that could be said about how that song was put together. And then I thought it's just, again, y'all know I'm in love with those refrains in the background. And just the delivery, the, the spiciness, the sassiness, the attitude, the up and down in it. And then, of course, Love Wouldn't Count Me Out, the epitome of simple beat, strongly vocals.
0: Like round out the
5: album turn the page brandy okay so
2: this is and i just point
0: out that you know what's going on
2: (laughs) (laughs) i know it might not seem like it but i know what's going on
4: (laughs) oh my god keisha definitely was like yo you remember when we was in philly
2: and casey (laughs) i knew i shouldn't have did it (laughs) (laughs) but what's crazy is that like the three of you thought that was so funny and I could feel it Tania was done with me she was so tired of me she (laughs) like wanted to leave me and never take me home Garrett was in his feelings he was done with me and I was right next to him and I kept like leaning on him and I could feel it happening because I knew what was going on but (laughs) I couldn't stop it (laughs) It was like I was just on a train on repeat and it just like kept going over and over I could not stop.
0: killing me. Like that's Hall of Fame like laughter for me like that. Oh
2: my god. Yeah that was hilarious. But see that's why we need to just like get a cabin in the woods have all the snacks all yes. the treats all the good music games Ugh. and obviously we
0: Oh, for sure. With you guys, that's how you guys know how to party. I'm down.
2: Okay. So, Uh, my top three is hard because two spots are immediately taken up. Like, there's no question about them. Obviously, nothing is number one. It's my absolute favorite Brandy song, period. Yeah. So, that's number one for me. Just uh, how it makes you feel. Like, you cannot beat that. I love a good, sad song. She sounds amazing. It's just everything for me. Number two, of course, I have the lyrics tattooed on my body, for God's sakes. He is another song that you just immediately feel emotional connection to, the way she sings it. I love that it's about God, but you can relate it to the other person in your life that you love. It does absolutely make me think of my husband, even though at 15, I didn't know my husband. Um, So those are my top two, for sure. And then it's really hard to fill this other slot because there's so much else. Everything is so good. But I think, like Keisha said, on today, I'm going to go with Wow because oh, it just yeah. feels so Come good. On. It makes me so happy every time I listen to it. It definitely is a mood improvement. one second on, second lap of the album. Yeah, it's so good. And I definitely have put it on at times where I'm like, I'm having a shitty day. I need to make myself mm-hmm. feel better. And Wow is one of those songs that's like on my list and I'm like, all right. Let me get out of this funk. So that's my three and I'm sticking
0: to it. I respect it. Well, if y'all want to know my three. We do. (laughs) I agree with Casey in the sense of one is taken up automatically for me, When You Touch Me. That's my number one favorite Brandy song of all time. So When You Touch Me is up there. The next song I'm going to say is Come a Little Closer because- in terms of just what I enjoy to listen to and the way it makes me feel, the way my ears feel, the way my body feels, the way my mind feels, it just moves me in a way that a lot of songs don't. And so it's just one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this could be interchangeable, but I am going to give it to Full Moon because... I feel like it's one of her strongest singles of her entire Mm -hmm. career. I truly believe it's one of her strongest singles of her entire career. One of the greatest album openers. And it represents the era and the album, the design. Like, come on, there's fucking moons on here, for God's sake. She went in, okay? And I feel like it is the song that perfectly encapsulates this era of her career. And it's just fucking awesome.
2: Yeah. Agreed.
0: So I would say that those are my three. I enjoy how each of us, at least, had one matching with somebody.
3: Yeah, mm-hmm. and that goes had- to sh- full moon.
0: like we had full moon. There was someone you touch me action happening over here. Mm-hmm. Nothing. So We're intertwined. Some of you guys with yeah. nothing, and then there's some songs that none of us mentioned. So it it does go to show that you know. We weren't alone in our thoughts. That's the reason why I like to do this when I have guests, because. It,
4: but also, there's enough brandy for everybody. There's right?
0: enough brandy for you everybody. You can't
4: say that you just flat out don't like brandy because she has such a variety of like what she can, what she offers, what her discography is given. So if you just Very say you true. flat out don't like brandy, you lying.
0: Yeah. You lying.
2: Very true. <laughs>
4: or you flat out hating. That's right.
0: Fucking yeah. haters. We know there's a few of those. Well. Yeah. Closing words, you guys, I just want to thank you guys for coming on here today. Before we go, do you guys give out your Instagrams one last time? Let everyone know where they can find you. You
2: can find me on the gram at Forever Curly girly That's forever C-U-R-L-I-E
0: G-U-R-L-I-E. Curly hair. She's repping for the Curly Girl. That's what it is. <laughs> you
4: can find me on Instagram at Unique's Worldview. U-N-I-Q-U-E-S. Worldview. Um, there will also be a link to my YouTube, which has the same name, Unique's Worldview. And we talk all things spirituality, travel, and positive lifestyle habits.
0: Yes. And Unique is one of my favorites, you guys. Just by the way, on social media, she always <laughs> post things. Like- I love you. When I'm going through a moment and I just like, I feel like you just really connect with your audience and with your following uh, and you're very vulnerable and I appreciate that a lot. Uh, is
2: she your comfort Instagram page? She's is one of mine.
0: you're saying? She's one of mine. <laughs> she absolutely is one of mine. I watch absolutely everything. I just want you to know, Unique, you're one of the uh, people that I do watch absolutely everything. Um, and your story touches me in a lot of ways in the way that you're not afraid to go for things that are important to you and go through the experience. So she's iconic and Ah! bourbon,
5: please. But yeah, I'm on Instagram, for ever Keisha, the number four ever, Keisha, K-E-I-S-H-A underscore. So I'm on there stressed out often, you know. This
0: last school day. <laughs> hey, that's life. We're all stressed out, but that's why we need good music, right? And that's what gets cheers, us through. And cheers. That's why I do this podcast. And Randy, if you ever get the chance to listen to this, know that we all love you so much. And thank you for this yeah. album. And here's for twenty more fucking years of full moon.
2: Mm-hmm. Cheers. Twenty more. Cheers. They like and mean it. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Cling cling cling.